happy Tuesday, everyone. It feels like this month is flying by. It's already February 20th, and I'm just wondering where the heck has this month been going? But yeah, we're flying by. And you know what else is flying by? The news cycle, of course. We have a jam-packed show for you guys where we go through everything, obviously. We've got a ton of exclusives heading your way in just a few moments. But I think it's important to go over the headlines that you may have missed because these are all the headlines that you got to see. And we're going to go, we're going to give you like a glimpse behind all the headlines because the first one up is something that you need to see. I'm like emphasizing that. You need to see it. Now, it's surprising. It's shocking, of course. And I say it sarcastically. Uh, because this one's about the COVID jab. And you know, we've been telling you for quite some time now, the COVID jabs have been extremely dangerous, but you were called a conspiracy theorist for even su suggesting that, which is bizarre, but it's not so bizarre, of course. Ultimately right now, and now Fox, Fox News has like this email paywall thing up. You don't have to pay for it, but you got to somehow subscribe to their stuff. But Fox News is pretending to come clean about the jabs. Yeah, they're pretending to come clean about the jabs. We've talked about this for so many times. Now, I've spoken to you guys about my time at Fox and Fox Corp and what they did to censor all negative criticism of these COVID jabs at the time they were being rolled out. But now they're pretending, oh, wow, largest ever COVID vaccine study links shot to small, just a small increase in heart and brain conditions. Wow, that's strange. Only the conspiracy theorists were warning about this for a ton, a ton of times. Like literally, we were all talking about this. We got banned off of social media. We got shunned by society. We got called all these nasty names. I lost my job at Fox Corp because they wanted me to take the jabs. And I said, no, 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 we're not taking those. But you're probably wondering why this all happened. And I want to remind our audience, while the media is pretending to come clean now and report honestly about these jabs, they were incentivized not to report honestly about it. So that's why I want to bring up the next article. It comes from The Blaze. I keep pointing everyone's direction at this because I think it's really important. The Blaze request, which exposed all these media outlets who were taking money from the Biden regime to push these dangerous experimental jabs. And it outlines all of them, of course, like I told you, Fox News at the top of the list, and as well as the New York Post. The New York Post and Fox are all owned by the same corporation, of course, the Murdochs. But what's interesting about it now is both Fox and the New York Post are all publishing about the study and the dangers of the COVID jabs, but they didn't tell you, the audience, that they were taking money from the Biden regime to push these jabs onto the rest of you. And so essentially they were selling out their audience. And I know this, I told you guys about this. I told you we were not allowed to have certain people on their shows because they were critics of the vaccine or they were just telling you to use common sense before rolling up your sleeve. And so now, well, we have all of this here, but I always find it so fascinating when I see my former colleagues all pretending to come clean as if, you know, they were they were for medical freedom from the very beginning. People like uh, Duffy, uh, what's her name? Rachel Duffy. Oh gosh, Rachel Duffy. Let's pull up my Substack. So if you guys recall, I did a whole Substack story on Rachel Duffy. Rachel Duffy's quite the interesting character. So she went on Fox during the pandemic and during the rollout of these jabs and said, Fox gives us medical freedom. Well, we don't have to take the jabs. They're not forcing us to take the jabs. She was a liar. They were complying with the New York City private sector vaccine mandate. She didn't want to tell the audience that. And well, she sat on that beautiful couch every day and told you all that there was some type of medical freedom at Fox. That was a lie. She knows it. She later admitted, literally two years later, that she had to apply for a medical or religious exemption, is what she had to apply for, uh, in order to get exempt from taking the COVID jabs. And well, as many of you guys know, I refused to comply in any sense of these illegal vaccine mandates. And so I didn't want to submit my religious or medical exemption at all, because it's none of your employer's damn business. And that's how everyone should have felt about it. 
But Rachel Duffy, you know, not so talented, not so intelligent, didn't want to do that. And so she complied. She submitted her 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 request to uh, please, please find me religious enough to not get these jabs. And well, I guess she was exempt. And so it's unfortunate, but you know, so many people didn't want to get nuked from Fox and get taken off the airways because they're afraid to venture off into the independent world. As they know, they won't get the viewership that they get at Fox. And so it does take a, a person with some gojonas to go out there and to completely say, you know what? I don't need you, Fox. I'm leaving. And I've actually spoken to a couple of producers who followed my lead and did leave as well. They didn't want to apply for any exemptions. It's a very small group, though. We're like less than five people. But we all still stay in contact. We're all very aware of what's going on. They sent me back and forth all these posts, like from Rachel Duffy. And we all just, you know, crack up because, you know, Rachel Duffy, she likes to pretend like she's a warrior for medical freedom. And she's not. None of them are. Let's roll over to the next topic. This one's about that Kansas City man. You guys might have seen him. He was one of the people who were kind of put up on social media as a potential sh**. You recall back when the Kansas City parade happened for their NFL Super Bowl victory, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this man was wrongfully accused of being one of the shooters. And that's why it's so important. I want to bring attention to this because this is why even I think we should be critical both the left and the right side of things. You don't jump conclusions like you have all your ducks in a row. And I do feel really bad for this gentleman. So you might have seen it. He was accused of being one of the shooters. He was arrested. It looked like he was put in handcuffs, but he wasn't officially booked on any criminal charges. And now he's upset and he's speaking out. And so I want to play a little clip of uh, one of the interviews he did since this video or this clip went viral. Let's take a listen. I just want everybody to know I had nothing to do with anything. Images of Denton Loudermill being detained by cops and led away in handcuffs were seen across the world after deadly gunfire erupted at the Kansas City Chiefs celebration. Today, I'm speaking with the innocent man and his attorney about the nightmare that's unfolded since being falsely labeled as one of the gunmen. Mr. Denton and his family have received death threats. Um, there's been a lot of hatred and bigotry. His attorney says after images of Denton Loudermill in handcuffs went viral on social media, many assumed he was the shooter. Loudermill turns out to be a father of three and an avid Chiefs fan whose attorney acknowledges had too much to drink at the parade. When the officers came to clear the scene, Mr. Denton didn't move fast enough for them, so they detained him and put him on the curb in handcuffs. When you found out that that your image was on social media and people were accusing you of being the shooter, what was your reaction? Distraught, really. I was just confused. He was detained for just a few minutes, then released without being arrested. Two juveniles remain in custody awaiting formal charges. And I think it's really interesting. I think we need to be critical of this because so many people posted to social media and I tried to avoid it completely because it, it wasn't yet verified by any legitimate news source. And th these are just some examples. Those that went viral and got like millions of views, they have since taken down their posts because now obviously this man is lawyered up and they're afraid of being sued. But we need to be careful with the media that we put out there. We need to be careful with the people's faces we expose and we pretend like that this was the man if you saw it on Twitter, they were saying that this man was an illegal immigrant, which obviously he's not. And then they were accusing him of being the shooter. That is something that could really destroy someone's life. So again, I want to remind our audience, social media, I do trust independent journalism, all these wannabe clout chasing Twitter accounts. 
uh, steer clear of them because there are so many of them who don't have a media background. I don't know how to vet things. And so something like this, I waited before we vetted it. I waited before like we went through the whole process of reaching out for comment because it just didn't seem right. He was the first picture that went up on social media and it just didn't go up from legitimate news accounts. So he's lawyering up. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people might potentially face lawsuits for defamation because rightfully so. You, you can't do this. We see this happening all the time. And I do strongly uh, oppose this. And I say it on both sides. And speaking of that, I want to bring up this tweet from Kyle Rittenhouse because he's got a point as well. As many of you know, Kyle Rittenhouse was one of the miners who had his life completely destroyed back during the BLM riots. The kid's got great aim. He was able to uh, shoot convicted pedophiles and people who were attacking him that day. And the media, you know, they, they allowed us to protect their pedos. So they weren't very happy with Kyle. They framed him falsely as a, as a uh, racist, as all these other nasty names. But Kyle was defending himself that day. But the interesting part in all of this, and as you heard in that story, the shooters involved in the Kansas City shooting at Super Bowl Day on Super Bowl Day, they are minors. And so the media is covering for them and not releasing their name. And I think that's acceptable. Uh, I don't believe that minors should ever have their information put out there because they shouldn't have their whole lives destroyed. And I strongly do believe that. But it's not a fair game. And that's where I have my issue with. Kyle Rittenhouse reminding us that uh, he, when he was a minor, the government had no problem putting him out there and well they released his name and his information and his image and that poor man really suffered the consequences of all of that they probably sent him tons of death threats i'd just assume i haven't spoken to kyle myself to even ask him that question but i would assume that they targeted him they did horrible things to him his life i would assume is probably never going to be the same because they wrongfully called him a racist they wrongfully said all these nasty things about him when he was just an American protecting himself. And because he was a minor that day, they they should have re never released his information, but they did. And they knew what they were doing. So Kyle's just like so many other minors in this country who they have no problem releasing your information when you do not fit the narrative that they are trying to spin, right? Saying that like, well, I guess he did fit the narrative, uh, white man with a gun narrative, but just unfortunate. It happened so many times. And I think it's good that Kyle's kind of shining a light on that because they were not fair to him. I want to bring you something else, Julian Assange. Now, many of you guys know the, the one thing that infuriates me, this man should have been pardoned and he wasn't at the end of President Trump's 2020, uh, I guess 20, 2019, he should probably should have been pardoned by President Trump, but he was not. And it's something that really gets me upset because this man is literally a political prisoner and probably one of the first major political prisoners we've had in the United States. But he's in his last ditch efforts to avoid being extradited to the United States where he faces a life in prison if he's convicted of espionage. The WikiLeaks founder has been trying to fight back and he's in he's in the British justice system right now trying to fight back. He does not want to come to the United States and rightfully so, you know, he would likely be killed if he were to come to the US. And um it's really upsetting. Uh, today his two day uh his two day hearing started. And, and we just hope and pray for him because I just, I, I feel horrible for him. I feel horrible that he's had to go through this. I feel so bad. When you expose the government and you expose their lies, in journalism, we award that. We were supposed to say that that's a great thing. But we no longer live in a free press. And so many of you are aware of that. And Julian Assange is the evidence that we all need to prove that. We pretend that we have all these freedoms, but we don't actually have them. If you're if your media coverage falls in line with the regime, then yes, they will allow you to use the wear free press excuse, but it doesn't for Julian Assange.
and he exposed a lot of their lies and that don't like him his wife uh spoke today about it and her name is stella assange and i want to just take a moment to listen to her words i think they're extremely powerful so let's take a listen is abusing its legal system in order to hound and prosecute and intimidate all of you. What's at stake is the ability to publish the truth and expose crimes when they're committed by states. The outcome of this hearing today will make it clear the extent of the cover-up. The only fair, I, I shouldn't even talk about fairness at this stage, because the country that's trying to extradite him plotted to murder him. We, we hope that he does not get sent to the U.S. I just think he should be a free man right now. And... You know, I think we have to grill anyone who wants to run for president in 2024. We have to grill them on this issue because Julian Assange should not be sitting in jail right now. What he did was a great service to the American people, and we need to address that. I want to head over. That's a bit of a turn, but let's go to the next story. It's a little gruesome, but I think it's it really just kind of highlights where we are right now in New York as a as a city. Let's go to the next headline. So the next headline is a. New York City, they found uh, a leg on a New York City subway track, and it's sparting, sparking uh, gruesome mystery stories right now. So uh, it's so gross. They literally just found, the NYPD just found a leg. It's, it all took place on a, a Bronx subway station over the weekend. Cops are seeking information about the gruesome discovery. The body part was discovered, charred, and still wearing part of its leg after 1 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, they don't have much in the way of information on this. I mean, they literally just found a leg. It's disturbing, but uh, it's one of the many, many crazy things that happened in New York. It's one of the many reasons why I never took the subway. The subway has a lot of questionable things that happen, a lot of violent things that happen. And so for just a random human leg to appear, it's disturbing, it's disgusting. And I mean, I just hope that they figure this one out because that's just vile. Uh, but it could it could be about gang violence. We have a lot of that, especially in the Bronx. They have a lot of gang violence over there. And so you just, you never know, especially when we're letting in all these illegal immigrants who come from migrants, aliens, whatever you want to call them. Uh, sorry, I sometimes fall back to my corporate media days. But these illegal aliens who are breaking into our country, a lot of them come from places where they have violent gangs like MS-13 who are brutally butchering people and dismembering them and leaving their body parts all over the place. It could possibly be that. Uh, there are so many avenues for the NYPD to kind of go up with this case. And so we hope they figure this out because, gosh, that is a horrible way to go. And this should not happen to anyone. And so that is everything that I wanted to tell you is happening in the headlines. That was a really rough turn. I'm sorry to do that to you guys. So <laughs> the rest of the story, the rest of the, the whole show is going to be much more uplifting. I promise you that much. So uh, let's let's dive into the rest of the show right now. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. I promise you that. 
To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. Now you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.